Hello and welcome to episode 137 of the Super Horror Bros podcast. I'm your host Matt and joining me as always is my brother Mike. Hello. How's it going? All right, man. All right. Good, good. We are we are back again, back after a very exciting movie last week, uh, which is, of course, Us. Uh, make sure you go and check that one out because that yeah, was a very, yes. very fun one, um, which we may end up talking about that movie a little bit later on. I feel like we'll be talking more about Us than the lead feature of this week's show. Than this week's, yeah. Well, I mean, we're here for a very important times because we're going to have to talk about the latest in the Critters franchise, which is going to be very fun. I hate um, <laughs> so many of these you know icons of horror past they've done us so well for the podcast so far like leatherface you know that was a great one the creeper the creeper oh that was a really joyous one jigsaw um, yeah so it was, it's it was been, like it's been good it was like yeah we just got to talk about the little critters as well so um yes we will be talking about it of course this is like kind of a tv episode think of it as like one of our special tv episodes like black mirror um, oh yeah like black mirror good <laughs> so you're gonna get an in-depth analysis of all the episodes you're, you're um, not guys <laughs> no we're not even sure if we saw all the episodes um but yeah we're gonna talk about it um uh, but first, we need to talk about some news because there is some really bizarre news this week um yeah starting with this first one because this was the sort of the first one that came in really was um a while ago obviously after bruce campbell obviously unfortunately ash versus evil dead got cancelled after season three we talked about that loads um and then he i don't think of, it, i don't think it got cancelled it ended on a high yeah it ended perfectly um yeah. but uh he was out there you know he said he'd retired from the role when there was kind of people trying to start petitions to bring it back for netflix yeah, he's and that sort of shit. thing um but then he, after he said he retired, he was like, well, actually, you know, I'm already signed on to do some video game stuff. And and that was really odd at the time because we were like, okay. And then I can't remember, was there some sort of Evil Dead VR thing announced at some point? I feel like there was. Mm, I um, maybe. But because I was thinking that this was the thing he <laughs> was like, talking about. He signed me into a 12-game deal 14 years ago. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. Um, but no, the, the, so the, basically this new announcement is that the, the game Dead by Daylight. Um, oh, yeah. Which is really fascinating because they just have a bunch of horror icons in there now. There's Jigsaw, yeah. there's Freddy, there's there's literally everyone. Leatherface. Oh, there's, there's everyone, yeah. Um, yeah, pretty much everyone who's not Jason because he has yeah, his own basically. game that's very similar. Um, yeah. yeah, they kind of add all these hero packs as DLCs. And uh, yeah. yeah, they've added Ash J. Williams. Um, Sweet. Voiced by the man himself, Bruce Campbell. So, Did you see the little announcement video? No, I didn't. And but was, I assume as well, is he a hero then? Yeah, he's a survivor. Yeah, nice. Because obviously, so many of these are villains that you normally mm. have. So like, Which I I find a load of these, and then having a load of villain packs, and then keep getting match made into hero games i'm like right. Jesus Christ. so I, i've not played this game all or the friday the 13th yeah. game so i've only i've seen people play them and i know the general gist of them i always want to give them a go and i've re-downloaded this one because i think Ooh. it was free on playstation plus a yeah while ago. it was on ps plus yeah um so i do have this sitting on my console um but this is out uh i think it's in april uh okay. april 2nd yeah so this week um he will be live in the game. Um, nice. So that's pretty cool. Like, I, and uh, cool. yeah, the little announcement video was great. It was him recording his lines in the booth and just being classic Bruce Campbell. A uh, fun little video yeah. for sure. Nice. And yeah, I just thought this was cool. Like I said, I, I've never really played that game, and I, I do want to give it a shot. I've seen enough of it to know what it is, and mm. personally, it's not something that I really like to play. Um, but I need to just get my hands on it and have a go because who knows? It might yeah. click. Um, I found yeah, it didn't click for me. Friday the Thirteenth clicked a lot more as a game. Mm. Um, I enjoyed that there was more, it felt like there was more stealth and technique to it. Whereas Dead by Daylight 
just kind of felt like you ran around like idiots and just tried to like not get hurt enough to die. Because yeah. You, you kind of get caught a lot. I like the stakes of Friday the 13th a lot more. Yeah. Um, but then this one having all the, the the kind of characters and everything, I really wanted it to improve. There, there were talks that there was going to be like a story mode and different level, like different things to the game. I don't know whether they have added anything because I've literally played the game probably what well, was <sighs> Halloween maybe not even last year the year before i don't know how long the game's been out now but mm. it was around about halloween time i picked it up and yeah so you know maybe maybe it's grown a hell of a lot since then yeah i do want to check it out especially with this announcement because i was like oh it's so cool yeah. that they got it i remember um, i got it just before the freddy pack came out and then i right. never even played the freddy pack because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i think the jigsaw one came out last year and i was like oh i've got to play this yeah. game it's got like jigsaw stuff in it and i just never got around to it um but yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, this next one was really bizarre and came out of nowhere. Um, basically involving the new Child's Play movie. Um, yeah, Jesus Christ. Really bizarre news, really huge news, in fact, because it seemed like they hadn't really been using the word Chucky much in regards to this new movie. Mm. Um, yeah, was I was of... under the impression that they just couldn't use the word Chucky because yeah. I kind of thought the sequels, when it seemed like Don no longer had the Child's Play license, was using Chucky in his film titles. Yeah. So I kind of thought, oh, well, he's obviously got you know the, the rights to kind of chucky or whatever that means but i guess it, it's just a fucking name isn't it you can't really well, get that, well that's that. why this uh, is weird because they obviously yeah, have yeah. they have the rights to just the first movie and mm. so the first movie called child's play but does star chucky so mm. you know does that mean they have chucky and obviously the doll itself we've seen on the box that it says buddy is kind of like mm. their take on the good guys brand mm. um so i think a lot of us were just assuming that it was going to be called buddy in the movie um but yeah no apparently he's called chucky because they've announced that voice in chucky is none other than mark hamill um which is crazy jesus christ they've they've got me they've got me (laughs) i mean first of all he's a huge name in and of itself um you know obviously luke skywalker but for most people i guess especially us like video game players you know he is the voice of the joker um does an amazing amazing joker Joker. yeah Yeah. one of the best not played the games like his joker is insane so like him in a vo booth like yeah he has those chops like he knows exactly what he's doing just basically at this point i want him to be in a vo booth other than acting so like oh Oh, yeah i much prefer just hearing his voice and seeing him on screen (laughs) yeah yeah exactly and so Mm. um yeah this is this is great news yeah it's weird um, like it's a weird fit for sure it wasn't something that would immediately pop into my head um no but then you know i hear his joker now and i can see that transitioning it can be something real sinister i kind of you know there's um what's going on right now um some sort of convention um, oh yeah this was at i think is it WonderCon or something something like that and all of the elevators have been like kitted out for like this really cool chucky design and Mm. i'm just like uh, I, I'm, I'm just gonna stop being a hater. I'm just gonna <laughs> get along for the ride, man. Like, well, it's wild because it's, it's gonna, gonna be a, a huge good movie. Release. It looks like a huge release. Like, it's got a great, um, you know, guy in Mark Hamill behind the voice of Chucky now. And I'm just like, do you know what? Let's just watch it, and if it's bad, then we'll rag on it. If we get mm. a good movie, we get a good movie. Like, yeah. I'm all down for another good movie. Yeah, I for love sure. this franchise. Oh like, yeah, we're I'm not going to kill ourselves if it's yeah. yeah if like, it's, I'm not if it's a good movie, we doing. can't. We're not exactly. going to sit here and be like, oh no, it's a piece of shit because we love the original stuff. Yeah. Like, 
but obviously yeah we're from a place where we love the original stuff and this obviously started from very murky grounds you know the way it, it yeah. happened was very dodgy to say the least but obviously the people making this the director the cast the crew i'm sure they all have good intentions yeah exactly um, you know and sometimes you sometimes you get caught up when you and i think we did you know you get caught up in your own kind of microchasm of trying to you know stay true and this sort of thing but at the end of the day like like you say everyone making this film aren't the, the people that have caused the problem and yeah. ultimately somewhere along the line rights were sold you know for mm. whatever reason and so I, I don't think business should get in the side in the way of us enjoying stuff you know yeah for sure like i think um, you can have it both ways i think a lot of people want to just be picking sides and i i can totally yeah. be from a point of like we massively respect obviously the original oh, canon and everything yeah. like we're some of the biggest advocates of it whereas yeah we're not just gonna like you know shit on this new movie for no reason so it's like you, i think you can have it both ways and you can look mm. at it you know from a yeah. normal like point of view sort of thing so yeah um yeah it's an it interesting cool one. they're saying the right things right now and mm. You know, I'm interested now to, you know, see the finished product. Yeah. Um, well, speaking Not of another away. very exciting uh, sequel that's coming out in June, um, Annabelle Comes Home. Uh, we talked about it, I think, last week. I mean, week the dolls before. are going head to head and there's only I one know. of those movies I want to fucking watch. It's weird, isn't it? That they're both kind of out at the same time. Um, mm. But yeah, there was the full trailer for this one that dropped. It's a very long trailer, in fact, about three minutes. Um, nah, you're right yeah i watched it because i needed to and it was i don't really know it it looked like another one of these movies for sure um the thing that i was very much aware of was to see how much the warrens were in it and again it's only a trailer but they were kind of in it as much as i expected them to be which is not very much you can kind of tell that they they initially obviously put annabelle in their house and so there's a little bit of interaction with the warrens there and then it seems like they're probably going to come in at the end to save the day um yeah, that's but just some like... shit that they shot for like conjuring <laughs> That, that never got, that just ended up on the cutting room floor. It easily could be, for sure. Yeah. Um, but it seems like the bulk of the movie is Annabelle stalking either their young child or a friend of their young child, something along those lines. Um, <laughs> so it does just look like another Annabelle movie, which, you know, is is a thing, I guess. Like, it's never something I'm going to be excited for. Um, no, I'm going to do my best to find some sort of on-demand film that comes out that week for us to cover so that we yeah. don't have to cover this. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Okay. I'm, we'll I'm done with these sorts of movies. But, um, you know, we might be talking and shit and it might be amazing. But Exactly. You never know. Um, but this, so this next one's yet. really interesting because it's some casting news, which I always love a bit of casting news. Um, and especially when it's, you know, a movie that we care about and uh, an actor, which I think we're both a fan of. Um, this one comes uh, from The Hollywood Reporter talking about potentially a cast member joining A Quiet Place 2. Nice. Um, so I guess slight spoilers for A Quiet Place, but it does feel like. Obviously, the the cast that can be in the sequel have all mm. been confirmed that they will be. Mm-hmm. It felt like they needed more, doesn't it? You know, I can't oh, yeah, imagine yeah. that it's Bare just going to be those three. Well, um, I think you know anyone that's seen Quiet Place or anyone that hasn't seen Quiet Place, obviously the, the trailers that is a family's story mm. about surviving the apocalypse. You have to scale that out more for a sequel we can't really just have this family again for another feature because you've lost that emotional kind of roller coaster journey because we've already had it and it was goddamn amazing movie mm. of the year 2018 <laughs> exactly so the guy who is in talks of joining is one i believe this is how you pronounce bruce his name. campbell uh killian murphy oh, um close which yeah like 
obviously i think he's more well known is it peaky blinders the sort of massive yeah. show that he's in yeah. so people i've never seen it but yeah i remember back red in, eye like, baby red eye especially but 28 days later obviously being i yeah. guess probably one of his biggest horror ones I think, yeah. it was, I think it was i think like uh 28 days was one of his first ever features wasn't it probably yeah because i mean when when was that it was a very long <laughs> like time 2012 ago. or something 2012 for 28 days later sorry t- 2002 sorry yeah yeah 2002 yeah, i was yeah. gonna say <laughs> something, something like some, something like 2002 yeah yeah um yeah and i think red eye was like what 2004 around that time yeah but, um yeah so I yeah I, I think this is awesome because the thing i love about him as an actor is that he's one of those guys i always worry about these actors that as soon as they're cast you know exactly the type of role they're going to be in mm. um there are so many actors like that i'm trying to think about the guy's name now the guy who was in the new pet cemetery and he, he was playing um john connor in the last terminator movie oh yeah jason clark yeah i believe that's his name yeah. like he's just got one of those faces that he's always <laughs> yeah you don't play. trust the fucker <laughs> no exactly <laughs> and um yeah. whereas you're like you're gonna be the person the cyborg <laughs> turns into and goes undercover in a movie <laughs> exactly <laughs> whereas killian murphy he's perfect because he can be very sympathetic yeah. and can play the lead but he can also play the biggest bastard ever and yeah. so i think that him in kind of a post-apocalyptic world when you are meeting shady looking characters and you don't know oh, if he's the go worst. good or bad he's the worst if i meet this guy i'm just like <laughs> hell no but like, that's the thing I, he could but he could also be a nice yeah, guy he, yeah and that's what i mean but i just can't fuck with that because <laughs> at least if i meet some of these guys i'm like no you're shady like yeah. or you're a big cuddly teddy bear but this guy i don't know about this guy (laughs) yeah so i love that i i really really hope this is uh true um but yeah and then the last bit of news um is about i think this got announced really recently and then the trailer kind of popped up and a lot of people thought it might have been like an april fools type thing um but it's not it's a real film i don't know if you saw this um it's called the dead don't die um i did and i wasn't sure what the hell because it, yeah. it, it's advertising itself isn't it it's like the greatest ensemble or something of all yeah time. the greatest zombie cast ever assembled or disassembled. yeah and then i then i started to see the trailer i'm like i don't see anyone in this film i'm like is this a joke <laughs> and then i just didn't i just turned it off <laughs> yeah well it is a well, real i think it was like i think it was like a gif or something i was seeing actually right. it was like on twitter i wasn't it wasn't like the full tra- trailer but yeah um but yeah this is that in june as well so june looking very busy um i watched the cast i watched the trailer for it it's i enjoyed the trailer it was fun um it's very much got that zombie land vibe to it like extremely similar to Mm. that and what's weird about that obviously is the fact that not only are we now about to finally get a sequel to that movie which is like 10 years old but both those franchises starred bill murray um Mm. which is a really weird connection because kind of like the cool thing about Zombieland was that you wouldn't really expect to see him in a movie like that and so seeing him interact with zombies in this is fun but it's kind of like oh we saw that already Um, yeah that is weird it's got a cool cast though hasn't it they're not wrong yeah it's mostly Uh, it seems like adam driver and bill murray are kind of like the lead two characters yeah it's um, deeply sammy as well though man yeah there is like if you watch the trailer a lot of them seem like they are just going to get killed off instantly Um, yeah yeah i only like i say the gif i didn't recognize any of the guys in that i think there was just zombies in that but i guess that's why it was a well a lot of these names do just play zombies as well which is pretty funny Uh um but yeah it was a fun one like it was a you know i I enjoyed the trailer it's not something that i'm gonna be extremely hyped for but i like that it's something different we i think Mm -hmm. we always say that we want more not necessarily we always want every horror to be a comedy as well but we always feel like there isn't at least we, we, I guess we're, yeah, we're we want we that, want a few of those a year, don't we? Yeah, we're we're yeah. not really getting that itch scratched, are we? Effectively, you know, a lot of them aren't no. really that great. Um, Sometimes after you watch a movie like a Lords of Chaos, you need a bit of comedy to break it up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm down for this movie. Like it looks fun for sure. And I'm, I really like Adam Driver as well, and he's really cool in the trailer. Um, yeah. 
But yeah, pretty yeah, sure he's that another was... guy that could be badass in horror. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think that's all the news this week. So we're going to have to, unfortunately, or maybe... <laughs> I could make up some news, bro. Like... Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently, they made new critters. I'm not going to believe it until I see it. But um... Still don't believe I have. I mean, you might not be able to actually see it outside of the US, but... Uh, yeah. yeah. Cheers, Shredder. Cheers, guys. <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, but yeah, let's do it. So we glad I'm paying you that monthly sub. <laughs> uh, let's talk about critters <laughs> and you binge. Where do we start with this one? Ah, uh, critters, man. Mm. So, so for, I guess tell me, the, tell me how you feel about Critters as a franchise, bro. Yeah, that's what. Like, I really am not that familiar with it. I think that it's obviously I'm aware of it and I know what it is, and it's it's very much part of that era where there was a lot of this weird type of experimental horror, to say the least. Um, I always like the idea of it. Like, I've not really seen Gremlins in a very long time, and that's more embarrassing because, from what I remember, Gremlins is actually a fantastic movie. Um, yeah, Gremlins, so I would, man. I would love to go and rewatch those movies first, and then maybe go and watch the Critters movies. Um, so yeah, it's not something that I'm necessarily like a huge fan of going into. This isn't Leprechaun Returns, you know. Um, <laughs> so what, what is what is your sort of background with the Critters? Yeah, like I, I believe I've seen all the Critters movies, but Christ. like when I was like super young and kind mm. of it was one of the time you know when i was first kind of discovering horror movies and i was just kind of binging yeah yeah on <laughs> um these franchises and that sort of thing and i remember mm. kind of like um watching this one when you see the guys with the funny heads you know the the, the shapeshifter guy i'm pretty sure they're like writing it from the first critters movie yeah like, like the, the bounty hunters, hunters yeah, yeah and that sort of thing and it was all kind of and like when when they then kind of revealed like the little spikes that knock people out and those sorts of things and i was kind of like this is vaguely familiar but i certainly haven't seen those movies in christ probably 20 years like yeah <laughs> you know but um but they haven't made one for a while have they like the no i was very long time ago. yeah i think they kind of like mid 80s they started to come out and kind of by the early 90s they were done they were kind yeah. of maybe a five year span the four movies came out um mm. but i remember i remember thinking like they were fun and kind of like one of the first ever like low budget franchises that i remember mm. like kind of um you know a lot of these other ones that i was kind of watching at the time all of the friday 13s and kind of halloweens and nightmare on elm streets you know they all kind of felt like they had some meat on the bone whereas these just felt like you know some weird ass shit that i don't know why they're still being made yeah, you know, it was starting to get into those Hellraiser spin-offs, and <laughs> okay. um, you know, I'm pretty sure the fourth one they're in space. Well, obviously they're in space for a lot of it, but I think that's like all in space, maybe. I don't know. Probably. But um, I love. I miss horror movies when they used to just go to space. Yeah, just fucking chuck them in space. Because it's such a joke now. But it's like, no, these movies actually <laughs> did. It. Like Critters yeah. did it. Jason did it. Leprechaun did it. Like I love that. Yeah, the Hellraiser one is my favorite. Like, is there Hellraiser in space as well? Yeah. Oh my it's, god! It's set, it's set part in the past and part <laughs> in space. God, none what, present day. What a terrible franchise! Fantastic, fantastic movie. Fantastic. <sighs> yeah, I, I think that's Hellraiser four. In case you mm. want to check it out, guys. 
they didn't go that bad that quick, did they? <laughs> I shit you not. I think. I mean, I don't even want to talk about critters yet. I'm going to look at this Hellraiser. They really movie. peaked their Hellraiser two, didn't they? <laughs> they really did, bro. They really did. Um, uh, Hellraiser four, Bloodline, is that the one? That can't be because there's about four hundred uh, of those movies. It's the year twenty one twenty seven. Bosh. Wow. Pinhead yeah, four, just... a Hellraiser four. That's when they decided it's time for Pinhead to go to space. Like free wasn't even that bad, and they were just like, <laughs> right, we're just gonna, we're just gonna shit on this immediately. But anyway, <sighs> let's try and talk about this fucking show. So um, what do you, what do you remember about Hellraiser four? <laughs> <laughs> don't know if I've ever seen it. Um... <laughs> Let me tell you a little something about it. <laughs> no, okay. Need... Let's talk about Chris. I mean, as you can tell from our constantly trying to change the subject and constantly taking the piss out of it uh we probably didn't really enjoy this did we yeah this this is insane really so you know we we knew that sci-fi had picked up the rights to kind of critters uh and you know we're making a movie Mm. we then kind of saw seems like they are i don't think that's ever been confirmed no (laughs) we then saw these set photos and the one i remember seeing is the giant ball of critters right and i remember thinking like is that the fucking sci-fi movie or what what are these set photos of like a critters thing and then suddenly there's the shutter tv show um and when the news got announced we're we're pretty excited about it we thought Mm. hell yeah we get some uh, some uh, worth for our show to UK subscription, and then um, <laughs> a we get shafted, and then b we then look at this thing, and uh, each ep- there's there's how many episodes again, bro? Yeah, I mean this is what's one of the craziest things about this by far. But in case people obviously we're going to be reviewing it because we have yeah seen we it. need to have a um, serious review for people that haven't seen, <laughs> for people that haven't seen this. This is a TV show. It's not a film. Um, it is eight episodes, which was really bizarre. Not only is that it's they range from between eight minutes long and eleven minutes long, mm. which. I don't think I've ever seen a show do this outside of, you know, like weird web series, like skits on YouTube or something like what other TV show it has eight yeah. minute episodes. You know, how can you remotely establish any sort of story or through line in eight minutes? Let's find out, <laughs> which is just weird. Like even if they would have done it with six minutes, it would have bulked these up a little, oh, sorry, um, six episodes. It would have bulked these up a little bit. Um, mm. I don't know at what point when they realized when they were filming, they just didn't have enough footage and they were like, oh, well it's called a new binge. And that's clearly a pun because you know, they want you to binge a TV show. But even if they'd have done like four episodes, I mean, this isn't a binge man. Like this is just, no, because that's the watching a short I think, film. I think I remember reading as well that yeah, this overall of the season is still shorter than the shortest Critter movie. Fantastic, um, which is mental. Like yeah, this takes yeah, what this, about an hour, an hour and five yeah. minutes, something like that. Yeah. Um, which felt really like is yeah, it definitely felt like longer. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't even know where to begin with this. Really, it was it was honestly a big waste of time. I feel it, like it, um, it was a massive waste of time. I think that's why we're joking about it because. Um, Obviously, we took a bit of a gamble on this, you know, yeah. we had a bit of a quiet week and Critters is something that's kind of cool. And we thought, mm. why not try and check this out and see what it's all about? And the gamble did not pay off. This no. this, this sucked. Um, I think uh, they they were obviously going for a, um, you know, kind of tongue in cheek kind of throwback to this kind of cheesy bygone era um, and kind of, you know, you look at something like 
Ash vs. Evil Dead. Mm. And it's it's embarrassing because that show was kind of angled that way and turned mm. out being some of the craziest shit I've ever seen on television. And it was phenomenal. It's so well and made kinda... and produced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think when it was first like talked, they're like, let's get Bruce Campbell and just get him to do crazy ass shit on telly. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then suddenly they were like, holy shit, we can, we can make a show here. Whereas this just never came together. Um, we're, we're kind of... Um, I, I didn't actually look it up. Like, um, f- basically, the, our lead character is a, a guy named Christopher, kind of this high school student that fancies a girl, is a bit of a loser, but has a best friend. Yada yada yada. His mum has had dealings with the critters before, mm. and I was I was unclear as my critter knowledge is not fantastic. Like, was she in the original movies or something? Would that be nice? Who knows? Like, I'm now. Um, they kind of imply that she is yeah, at least, you know, whether it's the same actress. Confirm she was in no critters movies. Um, <laughs> but what about the but, character's name though? That's oh, the I don't thing. give a shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so so she. Um, I love yeah, how we've she, really she has... genuinely followed up one of the best movies we've ever seen. I think one of our <laughs> most in-depth discussions with this pile of wank. <laughs> <laughs> This Don't worry, awful. guys. We'll probably talk about us soon. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, and, and it's really yeah, reflected she, by how poorly the TV show was. She has, yeah. She let me let me let me talk about the plot, man. Let me talk about this deep, <laughs> detailed plot. Go for it. So she, um, I made has notes. Had some dealings this. with you, shit at me. <laughs> no, I actually did. <laughs> we need to print those off and sign them and have them as a giveaway. <laughs> Someone actually had thoughts on this TV show. I haven't even started bringing them up yet. <laughs> I was like, I'm definitely going to forget all of this. I need to write some stuff down. <laughs> um, I'm so thrown by that. So, so yeah, so um, Veronica, her son Christopher, we've established that. Mm. She has had some dealings with the critters in the past. They have another family member who is known as Uncle. Mm. He is keeping a pet critter, potentially, in the yeah, basement. Yeah, potentially. He's keeping something. He's keeping an animal, which seems like is a critter in the basement. Yeah, it's definitely not and an owl. It's definitely not an owl. Spoilers. It is an owl. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and we get very early on introduced to the critters in their little Spatiumagoogan ship, um, getting ready to invade Earth and get back their fallen comrade. Uh, I the not an owl in the cage mm. um and that's basically the premise of the tv show the the crites landing and uh not attacking people and not eating and not binging because that's not their mission uh so not doing cool critter shit just trying to catch get their fallen comrade back mm. um and yeah this movie is hot garb uh, this movie this tv show movie thing is is hot garbage you know it's um extremely poorly acted when it first started i was like obviously with the cheesy music they're they're obviously i i want to give them some sort of like nod that they are aware of how shit it is Mm. i I hope they are um i feel like they are but that doesn't excuse the fact that like if you're making something that you're trying to make shit you, you need to have some charm to it and have a reason for it being shit not it was almost like oh guys we're trying to make a tv show that's shit and then they just made a tv show that's shit and it's like yeah. well, i don't want to watch something like that do, do you know what do you know what i mean like yeah that's exactly <laughs> how it felt and it was really bizarre like there's yeah. a re- there's a bit really like, early- oh but sometimes you like you know like sometimes <laughs> like um 
a movie that I've talked about a lot is like House, like when on this show and how like it scared me when I'm young. And that movie's fucking hilarious watching it now. And it's like so over the top and kind of goofy and everything else. But it has this charm to it. And it obviously it scared me when I was young. But even now it has this level of charm that you can it, that, that makes it endearing and you can watch it. And when weird stuff happen and you get the cheesy acting, you grin through it and you kind of enjoy the ride. And this has none of that. Like, I was bored throughout every episode. I didn't watch it in one go because I thought, I, I, actually, they've they've told me that you shouldn't watch more than 10 minutes of this in one go because it's that bad. Mm. And so I, I took their advice. And it was painful. I mean, it's painful that you get, like, eight minutes and you're like, you get maybe... Because that's the thing. There's such a lack of crit, as it felt like to me, yeah, watching yeah. this season. And it's because the episodes are so short. So you might get maybe, like, 30 seconds of a crit, and then suddenly it's credits. And then it's, like, multiple credits, and then you've got to find the next episode, and then they're going to, like, play the theme again. credits are long, bro. They have, yeah. like... The credits and the theme add a good two minutes to each episode. Yeah, which is wild. Like I say, they're clearly padding this out. They clearly know that they've they had a shoestring budget. They've hired complete nobodies. They had barely a script and they were kind of like it is a trauma level comedy at the end of the day that's kind of what they were trying to do yeah because this isn't really horror at all like it's not it's weird like i don't really know how comedy focused critters were initially but this is straight up comedy like every mm. scene is trying to be ha, 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 look at these critters and it's like they and the, our lead character like in the first episode they're constantly making fat jokes like every two yeah. seconds about this kid and i'm like i get it he's fat like let's move on like it was so irritating <sighs> the, i think the show made me chuckle once. Yeah, there was a couple the of entire, moments. And, and I, I wish I'd have written down like what it was. Because there was one thing, and I was like, you got me. Mm. And I'm like, in eight episodes, you got me once. Well yeah. played. Like... <sighs> And because, I think there yeah, was a crit. I think I remember one of the jokes, but yeah, it was just yeah. it was stupid. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like you say, you're watching a TV show about critters. You want them to be critters doing what critters do best. And they kind of troll that in the first episode when they're like, oh, no, don't do cool shit. Mm. Like, we, I've told you, don't eat people. Just just roll around and be stealth. And I'm like, guys, um, we got nine-minute episodes here. Like, I want critters rocking, like, just killing the shit out of people. And obviously, they just had no budget to do it. Like, the one kind of character that gets a bit mauled that has some sort of makeup effect mm. was actually not bad like in the yeah. final episode like it actually looked half decent and i was like guys like why didn't you kill some people and show like show me some critters like tearing up shit because you y- you can actually you know shove together some fake blood every now and then yeah like this 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 show had about a tenth of the budget of what it even could have remotely had to even try and pull off like a critics TV show. Um, yeah. It really makes me worried because yeah, and like, you only need like fifty quid to actually pull it off. <laughs> yeah, because because Shudder have a few things lined up that I was interested in, like most notably <laughs> the Creep Show. They're kind of bringing that back as a TV show anthology, um, you know, based upon the famous yeah. movies. And I was totally down. I was like, hell yeah, you know. And they got some really cool people involved with that. I look forward um, to not watching that in the UK. Well, exactly. That's <laughs> the other part of it which is hilarious but then yeah the We're fact not salty, if, guys. if they're gonna give you the budget that this piece of shit got then like i have no hope for that show already and that's such a shame um but yeah there, there was a couple of bits early on like the, i can't remember exactly what the joke was in the first episode but they it involves some really terrible cgi like the critters are looking at terrible cgi and 
they make yeah. fun of it. I don't know if you remember that bit. Yeah. And they're like, oh, this is terrible, you know, CGI. And I was like, oh, that's pretty good because they show you it initially and you just think it is like supposed to be a, a creature or something. And it's like they're watching a bad movie, I think is the joke. And, yeah. And I was like, like that, oh, you yeah. actually got me. And then 10 seconds later, it shows you the spaceship and it's flying through Earth and it looks just as bad as the joke they've just made fun of. <laughs> And I was kind of like, I don't really get what these jokes are yeah, from. That's like, you're, you're making fun of shitty CGI, but then your show is filled with, sh- with shitty CGI. Like, it was just, it's stuff like that that just doesn't make sense. Um, it feels so outdated in every sense of the word as well. Like, obviously, it's so hard to do something like this. But, like, mm. at one point, there's a Matrix reference, <laughs> which yeah. it's, it's not played like... Um, we're funny not, because not... we're referencing something really old. It it yeah. feels like, oh, aren't we cool and hit because we've just referenced that cool? I hit was going to say, remember because, Bullet Time, and it's like, like... No, Matrix is twenty years old. <laughs> because just stripping that back, and because I just want to talk about us. Like mm. us makes a reference to an old movie. I'm not even going to talk about what it is because I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, but like that reference was made into the context that that is an old ass movie and would the, it was hilarious oh yeah i know the joke yeah yeah, really good. yeah yeah you know um yeah that's the, it this would reference yeah. that and be like hey remember yeah. that hip film yeah, remember home alone from 30 current? years ago <laughs> macaulay culkin he's gonna grow up to be a big star and that's yeah. like oh guys it was just little moments like where you're like i don't know who wrote this script yeah. like it's i don't even know if there was a script to be honest like what, what did you think of the actual critters themselves because they're yeah. <laughs> animatronic they're not yeah, CG, they're... which is cool kind of cool but i don't know they look big mm. like i don't know but like again i've seen these movies years ago but i kind of thought that they were like little balls of fur that were like much smaller than that and kind of these guys are fairly they got some size to them i just thought mm. they were they just seemed a bit odd and well some of them just, wear eye patches and capes and yeah one yeah, of them has some... like slick back hair and he's called the president, which is clearly like a reference. And it's just like, oh, yeah, you made a course, you made a reference to that. Like, it's yeah, just... the thing just sucked. I mean, mm. like, I have no real like, <laughs> like thoughts on it other mm. than it sucked and it was bad because when I was watching it, I just kind of thought I, I got the impression that no one really gave a shit. And like, mm. I feel bad because that might not be true, but like, it didn't come through on the work. Like, None, none of the actors were even delivering the jokes. Do you know what I mean? There was just zero mm. effort, as far as I could see, from anyone. It kind of just looked like it looked like one of these kind of high school kind of film projects where yeah. you kind of got some mates who don't really want to be in it, but you've told them they need to be because you've got to make it for your GCSEs and like yeah, you um, it in a weekend. Yeah, and the, it just kind of gets shot, and everyone's just phoning it in, and then just forgetting about it, and that's just kind of how it felt, and. It's you know it's disappointing when you watch something like this that that carries some sort of like conversational piece because it is a critters thing and you like critters was a thing um, kind of mm. um, do you want the scale of the IMDb reviews would you like that go for it I'll give you the first review that I read which is <laughs> ten out of ten <laughs> uh, I saw the Shudder ones and they were so popular <laughs> not not for everyone but I really enjoyed it the episodes are rather short and the show was made on a budget but it's super entertaining and hilarious. <laughs> uh, Gilbert Gottfried has a came, and the Krites were awesome. That's right, has a came. I'm assuming he meant cape, mm. but this goer has a came. Uh, that, that's one scale. The other scale, which is more in line with us and kind of sums it up perfectly, really, is uh, 1 out of 10, beyond bad. It is a, as if trauma made a critter's ripoff, but poorly. And I'm like, that's exactly what it is. Like, I'm not a fan of kind of these trauma movies anyway. And this is like a shit one of that. <laughs> yeah. 
that's the thing. It's just, I don't know, I'm, I'm disappointed because it genuinely did for the first time in a very long time for the show just feel like a waste of time. Where yeah. There's bad movies that we watch, and we don't watch that many bad movies because we very much create the stuff that we are going to at least cover yeah. for the show. It has to be something that we're interested in um, at the very base level. Um, but this was just felt like a giant waste of time, really. And it was like, oh, man, how are we even going to... Like, I wrote notes, but I'm looking at them now, and I'm like, I can't even decipher these because I'm, like, referencing story beats. And I'm like, why am I even digging into this Give this me, give, give me a snippet of your notes. I want to know, like, what did you find that was noteworthy <laughs> from this fucking Well, story? it's all terrible stuff. Like, I had to write down... Did you know there was a scene which i've just wrote down because i was just like <laughs> i i almost wanted I wanna, to i want to dissect your notes more than the show at this point <laughs> there so was a scene when the i think it's when the kid sneaks out at night and the uncle sees him sneaking out and he's like just go it's fine so he goes out and does something i can't remember what it does and then when he, he comes back he goes oh yeah that's it the pie scene yeah, um then he comes back to show. the to the mother and yeah. they have a an argument oh when they're passing the milk backwards and forth. it's orange juice or orange juice yeah. and it's like one take and they're this poor kid has to neck orange juice and then immediately <laughs> gulp it down to then say his next line and then he passes it to mum and she does the exact same thing yeah and they it was... do it like three or four times and i'm watching it going what the fuck is this show even trying to tell me like it's clearly intentional <laughs> that whoever the director and i'm saying that in air quotes because i honestly don't think this was directed um it says like yeah you have to at least take one sip of this orange juice before you say your next I line. Feel like, like it was a dare <laughs> like... yeah <laughs> Just stuff like that really stood out to me, where I was like, "This is already bad and poorly made well, and you know, boring." You know, but like, what when is you this? Get your mates to to make your high school film project, and your mates are there, and they're going to do it. You're then like, "Why don't I fuck with them now?" Because I'm yeah. the director. I'm yeah. going to make you drink shit constantly because it's for the benefit of the film. Mm. And so that's obviously what they did. You know, like, <laughs> oh gonna make you just go in this really cold place now for four hours like why because it's yeah. funny to watch you freeze like <laughs> that's that's basically the mentality of it i think yeah the, the only other thing that i remember writing down because i thought it was funny especially coming off of us when we talked about how that movie has doppelgangers and it's so perfectly done where you never even notice it and so then <laughs> you watch something which in the first episode has a scene involving two characters looking at you know exact versions of themselves and you realized and, any, oh. anything can do it perfectly <laughs> you realize yeah, that's, that's, had no special source. that's what my thought was for sure um <laughs> now it was a great throwback to just be like oh yeah this is what it used to look like back in the day like you can so tell when they've done that one splice shot when everyone's standing perfectly still either side of the camera and then every Every other scene is over the shoulder of someone wearing a wig and the same outfit, but they're like a bit, you know, they, they don't have the same height or size. They're like, oh, this guy's six two and the other one's five foot eight. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it just no looks so crap. Like, <laughs> honestly, this was just such a waste of time. I don't really have anything else to say about it, really. Like, no, I, think, I think we need to move on. It's disappointing and we're done. Can we talk about <laughs> us now? Yeah, let's um. So we let's do. Uh, yeah, we'll take a short break. And, and um, yeah, we'll take oh, a short with your break. Recommendations, bro. Like, where do you land on this one? I mean, the fact that we had to like jump through hoops to watch this made it even more painful because yeah, you can't watch it on our own subscription that we're paying for, which is hilarious. Um, yeah, don't watch this. Don't pay for it. Just don't, don't, don't. Never watch it ever. If you've watched everything else in the world, stop there. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and just make something at that point yeah. like <laughs> yeah make a high start tracking down high school horror movies that were made for media studies and watch those and yeah of this. for sure you'll find i have one around that i made that was way better than this. <laughs> yeah um but yeah that was our discussion of critters a new binge uh, we'll take a short break and we'll be right back 
So yeah, we do have a question this week. Uh, of course, you can always hit, uh, hit us up on Twitter at shbpod. Um, this week, uh, Cody hits. He always hits us with the good ones, Cody. And oh, this is a very yes. good one. Um, the hard-hitting questions, man. He said... Uh, he, at least he gave us warning. Yeah, he did. Like, <laughs> I, really, I I came up with one immediately, and then I was trying to think of some other answer, and I was like, oh, I can't think of anything. But, oh, um, I had one immediately as well. I hope it's the same thing. Yeah, I'm worried it will be, so I'm going to have to go first. Um, he Fuck. says, here's a question, and it may be another nail-biter. Uh, if you could rewrite any horror movie sequel, what would you choose to change and how? Um, he gives an example as well, which he says, I would rewrite Curse of Chucky so that Chucky was hunting down Mika and uh, her family because her mother was the only survivor of his, rather than a failed kidnapping and forced plot. Um, I remember when we talked about that, actually, at the time, um, maybe it was after Cole, wasn't it, where yeah. we had similar thoughts, where it was like, oh, they were so close to nailing exactly what that story was. Yeah. And then it was just kind of like, oh, Mika wasn't actually that important to Chucky, you know, which was a bit of a shame. Um, it's, um, it's weird. And what I really liked about Cody's suggestion there is it's not like, oh, I want to rewrite Nightmare on Elm Street and make it good. Like, <laughs> it was just like a tiny little rewrite. Re- what with the, re- re- with the right? remake? That, that, that just, yeah, 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 yeah for clarity um <laughs> you know a tiny little change that does just strengthen a movie that's already pretty good mm. um yeah. yeah i bet we've got the same fucking movie <laughs> i mean it was hard to go to anywhere else because it's the it's the, the only thing that's really irked me in recent years like more than <laughs> that, anything else that we by talk far. about all the time probably um which, <laughs> which is saw 3d um oh, okay i've gone a little bit different i'm talking jigsaw <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll get into that discussion but for me it was saw 3d because right. at the time that we were in the middle of saw you know it was at its heyday and it was yeah. really strong and saw really six good. we had hoffman just yeah. rocking the shit we had we the were like... we, we were right in the middle of the hoffman versus jill part of the saga which i was yeah. really thoroughly enjoying and then Saw 3D is the worst movie by far and is mm-hmm. way worse than Jigsaw, which I'll get yeah. into why um, I would want to change this movie more, even though it is a worse movie. Um, because oh, yeah. I can get into Jigsaw because that's where I was coming from. At, at the time, like it, it just it felt so it was the one thing I didn't want them to do. And obviously, massive spoilers for Saw 3D and probably going to be Jigsaw. Um, yeah. I we knew that Lawrence Gordon was eventually going to come back into the franchise, and that was the mm. what I did not want him to be a bad guy so much. Like I just wanted him to be a survivor. I was like, how hard is it for him to just be a survivor? And not only did they make him a bad guy, which I hated, but then for them to retroactively make him not only the a bad the, guy, yeah, at the time a third protege, but also he was working with Jigsaw the entire time. And then you see these crappy scenes where it's like, hey, remember that bit from a random Saw movie? Like, well, he was he was doing the song up he was looking for a peephole yeah and i'm just like oh my god why have you done this like you've ruined it like remember on one movie they said he'd have the skills of a surgeon well Mm. he did it's just it's just so bad because like jigsaw should have only ever had the two protégés, and they were so perfect like amanda being like the true really sympathetic case of the entire franchise and the one that you really wanted to root for and you really wanted her to sort her demons out and she just never really got there as a person and that's really sad and then of course hoffman being the guy who (laughs) takes over his wing but then he just goes completely evil um and then ends up becoming like the big bad guy of the franchise so that irks me like in regards to how i change it i really don't know how like i would just not (laughs) have gordon come back in that capacity you know i would all the way i would change it is saw 3d would be a completely different movie because i would just have it as the conclusion of the battle between jill and hoffman you know which is what it should have been um i don't know necessarily off the top man how i'd want that to end um but i definitely wanted a conclusion to that part of the story um 
Whereas Jigsaw is a weird one. Like, obviously, you'll get into it now, but like Jigsaw is a way better movie than Saw 3D. Yeah. Um, and so it is think, frustrating that they've done it again, but it yeah. doesn't. It doesn't have that same hatred for me that I've carried for like years. <laughs> no, definitely not. My my pick was Jigsaw. It's hilarious that we've both gone to the same franchise because mm. it's six. Well, they've movies done the same that we love twice, and as well. it's two that we don't like. You know, yeah. it's, but these six movies, it cannot be understated. If you've watched our retrospective, watched, listened to, mm. um, you know how much we love these movies. Um. Jigsaw was the one where watching this movie about an hour in, I was like, they're pulling this bad boy off. Like I'm, I'm excited. I'm down and I'm down Mm. for these, um, these people that are obsessed fans were in the 21st century and they're all online. They're getting obsessed with Jigsaw and we're getting copycat killers. And Jigsaw is now a cult. He is not a man. He is not a man with a million different disciples that he's created that we get flashbacks to crowbar in. He is just an enigma and he is an ideal that people are taking on. And, um, you know, we have just got a ton of copycats out there and we've got these people that are obsessed with him uh, because we get that now. Like, obviously, when the stuff with kind of Charles Manson recently and we've talked about kind of the movies that are coming out, the the, the stream of movies that are kind of, um, you know, looking at these real life killers that are now getting these movies made and making them into horror icons as well, like him being the other way like that. Um that's the movie I wanted, whereas ultimately, um, you know, spoilers for Jigsaw, they just tried to crowbar in a fourth goddamn accomplice to Jigsaw. Mm. But this is the true one. He was right back from grassroots, this guy. But I, but we thought that was Hoffman, and then we thought it was Gordon, and we originally thought it was Amanda. But, mm. but yeah, this guy's the one. You know, and, and Jigsaw was the worst. Like, it, not the worst movie, but the worst kind of anticlimactic thing that we've ever had on this show i think and um so close to being right and you just you give us the movie that you gave us for an hour and the explanations you gave us for an hour just give us that for the runtime don't even give us the sore big twist like we didn't those the franchise was built on that but it became more than that like it didn't it didn't need to be well they already had that, a twist you know? which was great the whole twist of that movie is that you have these yeah, you're yeah seeing this event going on yeah yeah, that's, yeah exactly you know that's a great twist and the, the moment when jigsaw comes out is a fantastic moment yeah um they just didn't need that and he nails it. yeah yeah um, you're just like oh no it's a copycat you know and he has now got his own because because i remember the the marketing was talking about like the cult of jigsaw and kind of like this sort of thing and i was so down for that sort of thing these these group of copycats that were just obsessed with him and then mm. we didn't get we didn't, we got glimpses of that and ultimately didn't get any of that so yeah that, that's what i would change i think it's a, a a more minor change that 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 is easier to fix that then can remedy the movie into something that i'd like to see more of yeah, definitely. Because we said, like, I'm perfectly fine with being with him being a survivor, where he had this trap and he lived through it. And so now, to honor the, yeah. the memory of Jigsaw, he is now doing. He this becomes again, an Amanda, much, but like yeah. an unintentional Amanda. It's a one-off thing. Like he's doing yeah. this trap because this is personal to him. He lived this personal trap. It's not a case of he was working alongside Jigsaw and all this nonsense. And so they were yeah. trying to. They, they weren't. Again, it's like all these movies, man, where they they start running before they can walk. They're thinking, how do we make this a new franchise? And so the end of the the, the new jigsaw movie they need to have that new bad guy who's going to carry the movie forward and it's like no just make a good standalone movie and if it's good yeah. people will want to see more of it you know like that's the weird thing with horror these days is they worry way too much about immediately making yeah, escape room. um before just making one good movie um 
But yeah, it's in a, in a lot of ways, Jigsaw is more angry because it, it was the big resurgence of Saw and you kind of mm. only have that once, you know, where it went away and then it came back. And if it's amazing when it comes back, suddenly Jigsaw is a thing again. And yeah. so now we're in this weird spot where the movie did okay, you know, it made money, um, but no one really liked it. And so it's like, do they bother making another one? They could, but it's not going to be as exciting. You know, do you call it Jigsaw 2? Do you try and continue this story? Do you retcon it completely? Like... They're in such a weird spot, and it's because, yeah. of, like you say, the muddy end of that movie. So yeah, they both like do my head in so much. Like yeah. it's so disappointing. Um, yeah, but, they both break my soul. Um, really good question there. Let us know mm. if you have any thoughts on movies because I think this is a great one where everyone kind of has that one movie that really irks yeah. them. Like, oh, why did why did they do that? Um, and yeah, that's a that's a really good one. Um, but yeah, we did. Uh, we did I love that we both went saw. That's fantastic. I know. I tried so hard as well, where I was like, what other... I mean, I could just be like, I wish Rob Zombie didn't make Halloween 2, but I don't think that's really in the spirit of the question. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, that's but, uh, what a good goddamn Nightmare on Elm Street movie, and I want it to live on. Yeah. Is that too much to ask for? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I think it is. Um, but yeah, we did watch a couple of other movies, didn't we? Um, in the past week, which uh, we didn't. We went to the cinema too, a nice little double bill show, and you might have seen it on Twitter. But uh, we couldn't resist it because it was it was two of our favorite movies of the year. Obviously, we'd only just seen us, and we talked about it on the show multiple times how we have to see this movie again, um, which we did. Uh, but we also saw uh, Lords of Chaos we on the big screen. Which was very nice indeed, you know, because obviously we saw it, kind of was unsure what the UK release would be. Obviously, we knew Arrow had picked it up. Um, But this is the second Arrow release now, following on from the Ring restoration Mm. that has been at our Mm. local cinema. Um, Yeah, Yeah, it seems like that is something they're really going into. You know, this time, or not this time last year, but last year when they were picking up stuff like Incident in a Ghostland, it was very much just for the Blu-ray market. So, you know, this time, I I guess something Mm. like that, this time around, they probably would have put that in the cinema, which is really cool. Yeah, not if our cinema numbers are something to go by. That's the disappointing part, because (laughs) how many people started our screening of Lords of Chaos? (laughs) So I believe we started with, was it Including us, yes. Yeah, nine including us. And uh, if anyone's seen Lords of Chaos, um, obviously check out, check mm. our show if you haven't, because uh, we went into it in a lot of detail. But this movie is um, intense, and it it starts mm. at eleven. You know, it it does not kind of drop you in slowly. Um, and there's a couple of extremely violent scenes early on, shall we say? Um, and during one of them, uh, audience member in our cinema was very vocal and then uh, proceeded to leave. <laughs> and, um, I wasn't sure whether she'd gone to the toilet or what, but then the person that she was with left whilst talking on the phone and then they never came back. <laughs> so I can only assume that the guy got a phone call to say, I ain't fucking coming back in there to watch this and left. And and I, I hope that's mm. true. And it was and I will believe that that is what happened. Yeah. Uh, because yeah those two people did not come back um but it was cool watching it in the cinema though wasn't it like it was like it was really surreal like seeing a movie like that on the big yeah. screen is a really an experience that you probably yeah. don't see outside of fright fest <laughs> yeah like we spoke about it like we don't see many 18s for the show mm. like there there's not often that a theatrical release comes out that's an 18 um you know a lot of movies are rated r in the states but we you know us is still a 15 Mm. you know there's so many of those um it and that sort of thing and like um so to see an 18 um at the cinema and something this violent um and this kind of 
you know, out there is um, definitely cool to watch. And it was awesome hearing that music, you know, and the, the, just this awesome soundtrack and kind of seeing this story again and watching this film again. And it was just as enjoyable second time around. Like, this is a this is an awesome movie that if you have any interest in, you have to check out. Yeah, for sure. I loved it watching it again. I was unsure if it would be, you know, I had such yeah, a... Yeah, because it's a long movie. It is a long movie, and I had such a, a, a crazy surreal experience watching that the first time where I really didn't know what to make of it as I was watching it, and it kind of just, you know, it, char- it charmed me as I was watching it, and I just really mm. was enamored by it, and so I didn't know if it would have the same effect on me the second time around, but it really did. Like, I... I love, think um, I love how much it takes fun of the characters. That was one of the main yeah. things again watching it was like we said that in our main discussion of it, where these are obviously horrible people and really like idiots as well. As, as a lot yeah. of the characters in this movie doing really horrible things, and that shouldn't be interesting, but it is somehow. And I like how this movie is not afraid to make fun of these people, like especially like the way Euronymous kind of views himself and the uh, Norwegian black metal scene. You know how many times he keeps trying to take authorship of all that stuff. Like mm. I love that because it really is making fun of this guy and so many i love that this movie will really really irk people that loved all that shit um, yeah definitely you're, definitely you're this, not gonna this be a fan of this like movie, movie at all yeah this is not a movie for people that are obsessed with the band this is a no. movie for people that haven't really heard of it but like kind of weird shit that's happened <laughs> like yeah and want like a, just a genuinely good movie yeah well made you know movie. This, um, for me, this movie's opening is when you just, you'll know whether you'll like this movie within the first few minutes. When it kind of opens and we first get Euronymous's kind of monologue talking. Mm. And it just had this level of charm. And I think I said it in the review that just kind of like instantly put a smile on my face and kind of make me went, ah, this going to be these, this sort of movie. Okay, I'm down. Like it's going to be aware of itself and aware of the story it's telling and poke fun at the story it's telling. And I'm, I am 100% down for that. Mm. And, um, yeah, it, it was great watching it again. The violence in this movie is insane. Yeah. Like it's some of the most crazy violence that we'll, we'll see on screen this year outside of fright fest. Like you say, yeah, it was so good. And watching us again was like, Whoa. you know, we, we said multiple times in the review, we needed to see it twice. And, that was very much my thoughts on it. it was like even though we we we'd seen it, I know I felt confident enough to talk about it after only one show, but it very much felt like a movie that okay, there was a lot going on. Mm. We had a lot of excitement, a lot of hype going in, and I really needed to get that out of the way, know that it was good, get rid of that nervousness that I had the first viewing. Yeah, because I think he would pull it off and and just yeah. enjoy it for what it was. And and the second time around, like I was. It, it felt like an experience watching this movie you know i just oh. let it wash over me i let every all the subtleties start to come out in the performances in the writing <clears throat> in the direction in the musical cues everything and watching this the second time around like i said i loved it the first time i thought it was a million times better the second time i highly recommend anyone who enjoyed it the first time to definitely give it a second watch definitely. um i thought it was a lot better and i i, I would like to say i was already so high on it when we talked about it just last week <laughs> um whereas now i honestly think it's one of my all-time favorites already like just watching i'm like this movie it's perfect. it's insane really isn't it and i think mm. um you know we spoke about it when we went to see it like when you watch a movie like uh, uh and us and like um one of these movies that you've got this massive hype for like whenever our eyeballs get in front of three from hell it will be like this weird surreal experience yeah it'll be really hard of, to just process the movie yeah yeah and kind of when you watch it for, for that first time this movie that you've been so hyped for you have this nervous energy that you can't uh, always process what you're watching fully because you're like, 
fuck, they're pulling it off, but can they pull it off for the whole thing? Is it going to be as special as I think it's going to be? And you have like this, you know, this bubbling and nervous energy in you and, and watching it the second time when you know that they have pulled it off, you can just sit back and enjoy the ride, which is definitely what we did. Um, obviously, no spoilers, um, but knowing kind of, you know, the full story of this movie and then watching it again, it really does lend well to a second viewing because it just makes you rethink everything mm. and how well acted everything is. Um, and it makes me look at every character in a different light. Um, one in particular that we spoke about that when we probably won't go into cause it's spoilery, but like just loads of like all the characters you just look at differently because you know, the full picture now and you're like, shit, like mm. it's just, it's extremely clever and it's, like you say, in every way, it, it's kind of perfection, you know, acting, direction, editing, sound, you know, even when you like the things that irk us that shouldn't and most people don't give a shit about, like the trailer, like they even make a trailer that's perfection and mm. it's then even more perfection once you've seen the movie because you realize they haven't ruined anything and they are, in fact, just baiting you. And it's it's brilliant. You know, it's just, it's a masterclass in how you make horror. Yeah, it's one of the all-time greats already for horror for me. I think that, the, like you say, the main things that stand out, the soundtrack is so good. That was one of the oh, things that, like, it it tonally suits the movie perfectly. And it obviously has the the big moments, obviously, the use of the song in the trailer, which is which is frequent in the in the movie itself which is so good but just the general but when score, it's used at one point is perfection oh like it's towards so the good. end of the but movie the, the overall score is fantastic it, to me that is where this movie shines so strongly you know like the classic horror scores back in the day you know the psychos the jaws and that sort of thing like they were yeah, so yeah, cool and we, we haven't had that in a long time like a new score but i can already tell that this is something like when, when i first saw the shape of water like i was obsessed with the soundtrack from that movie and this mm. is like the next one now where i just can't wait to hear this again and i, I need to see this movie again already um yeah yeah the, the quality of this movie i think is going to shine for a very long time like i think that you know get out was we said it at the time like he he captured lightning in the bottle so well and whether or not he could do it again and now he's shown completely different talents in the he can make a fantastic horror movie and i really i'm already nervous for him where i'm like how do yeah. you top this now like you're only getting better make candy, man. um which is it's really insane. Like it's such an insane achievement. Yeah. Um, Cause I think was it levels. was it Cody that put us on the spot last week and asked us yeah. like, between the two. Mm. And it's kinda like we both landed on us then and like yeah. watching it for a second time, it has only cemented that kind of Yeah. It's not to get away from Get Out, like to say because no. Get Out's fantastic. Um but this movie he he is you know, I, I said it last week, it just seems like he's grown and like his his scale of growth is just nuts, and I I just can't imagine what he's going to come up with next. This is what I love about him as a filmmaker is that with Get Out, it was he had all these amazing new ideas and stuff that he came up with, and so that already became part of the the you know what you'd expect from a Jordan Peele movie. And so going mm. into Us, it has so many of the same things, but he's also elevated his game on almost every level. Yeah. And so to the point now where yeah, I think this is a way better movie, and he's and it's already shown that yeah, he's only a guy that has just now made his second film like that, yeah, isn't, is that isn't really when when directors are starting to hit their prime and so i really think that he's already he's learning how to make these movies on the job whilst also making the best ones around um which is what is just blows my mind yeah, yeah i mean you're, you're talking like you're in the bracket of people like a quentin tarantino then yeah and but this guy is making horror movies consistently as well you mm. know which yeah. is just super exciting 
Yeah, for sure. There's so many directors where it's like Christopher Nolan, you know, his early stuff was cool. But you think back to what he was making when he was five or six movies in was way better than what he was making. Yeah, it's not like Pulp Fiction Reservoir Dogs, is it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Um, But yeah, it's it's just a crazy, crazy film. I I honestly... Yeah, just want to talk about it forever. Uh, but we can't because the show would be boring if we just talked about us every week. Um, I mean, that's what I've signed up for, dude. <laughs> that's fair enough. We'll see you if next If I week. watch it every week, <laughs> mm. I can talk about it on the What We're Watching segment and you that can't stop me. Well, I have I have another movie that I need to talk about that I have watched. Um, I don't even know if I can confess to what I've been watching. <laughs> well, yeah, me too, actually. That's weird. Um, I hope it's not the same thing or that would be quite it's funny. It's um, 100% not. So mine, I've had this Arrow Blu-ray because, of course, um, pretty much on my desk for about a year. Um, this came out in June last <laughs> have you, year. Have you borrowed it off me? Because I definitely want that back. <laughs> uh, no, I purchased this one brand new. It was one of the big <laughs> box sets as well where you get it's free discs, uh, book, poster, all that jazz. Oh, um, right, okay. So I was very much excited for it and then just never watched it. Um, and that was The Last House on the Left. Nice. Um, which so to start with the movie itself um it's not one of my favorites i it's a weird one watching it now you know in 2019 um what nearly 47 years after it came out which is insane to think about that's mad um you know a lot of stuff doesn't hold up um it's very amateurish in a lot of scenes um as well as the actual violence is still hard to watch which is what's crazy about it really is that part does hold up and is really uncomfortable mm, um, it really doesn't hit a stride until you kind of get to the finale moments of, of when the 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 kind of the antagonists are in the home of the mm. family um that's when the movie really steps up again i really enjoyed the last 20 minutes or so um and so yeah it, it's an interesting movie but the reason why i bring it up is the these arrow blu-rays and we talk about them a lot of how good the restorations are which Obviously, they're stunning for a movie that's nearly 50 years old, how good it looks. Um, But it's so underrated, the fact that you have this kind of like small time capsule of this entire history of this film, Mm. Um, especially something like Last House on the Left, which is definitely one of the most important horror movies ever made. You know, it's definitely not one of my favorites, but I respect it so much for what it does. You know, like the fact that it only got passed uncut with an actual certificate in the UK in 2008. Yeah. You know, think about how wild that is. Like, you couldn't legally watch this version of the movie until like 10 years ago, um, which is really insane. And now you can watch it, you know, the best quality. You can watch this three different cuts of the movie on this Blu-ray. They've all been restored. Um, but like the thing that I love about these, of course, well, I've, I've talked about it before, is the the amount of special features that you get. Um, like some of these, you know, you get a couple that are kind of cool. But for, for a movie like this, which is so monumentous, it has everything that you could possibly want. It has multiple uh, in-depth interviews with Wes Craven talking about the movie, um, Sean S. Cunningham, who is the producer, um, and then all the cast as well. And, and I think that's what I loved so much about this presentation is that mm. even though this isn't one of my favorite movies. but Yeah, you, you get know, such a... a- a view into yeah this and i loved that part thing. of it like i wa- i spent 82 minutes watching the movie but i spent a further three hours watching all these special features and and now that i i really respect the movie in a different way you know i know i understand the motivations of the characters i know what they were going through and you know kind of seeing wes and like that's you know that part of it is obviously massive for us because we're such huge wedge craven fans but to think that this was his debut and he was he was pretty much learning how to do it you know they talk about him and sean talk about it where they were just these two stoner kids that wanted to make a horror movie and yeah that's exactly what they done and they were just learning how to wing it at at the time and 
that's the part of this that I love is that you can watch it. You can see it talk about some of the actors who hated the movie and had such an uncomfortable experience and others who really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, that, that, that to me was, this is one of my favorite arrow collections, not, but, but by far not one of my favorite movies that I have on arrow. And I think that's, <clears throat> that's worth knowing. I think that's something that's really interesting because a lot of these releases, especially, you know, they're getting into the new releases. Like I've just, I pre-ordered my Lords of chaos Blu-ray and I'm, I'm, I like that, you know, I like that they're doing that, but that's not going to have anywhere near the breadth of special. No, people. it's not going to have like that. Scale and that that history behind um, it, you know. So that's what I really liked about this. That's why I'd, I'd strongly recommend people if you're even remotely into this movie. Like this is the best collection we've ever seen oh, of this cool. movie. Um, cool, so yeah, yeah, that's why it's really cool <clears throat> for sure. Um, have you seen this movie in a while? Yeah, well, I watched it. I got it. I, I picked. Did it you watch it last year? year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a strange yeah. one to go back to, isn't it? Like yeah, some of the stuff's cool. Like I really liked the music in it. That was one thing that really stood out to me. It's just one of those things where the the violence that happens early on or mm. that, that kind of is the central point of this movie is just so horrible to watch and mm. in no way can you really get through it without feeling disgusting yeah and obviously it serves the purpose to then give you that that want for these characters to then get mm. killed at the end but it's so difficult to watch that this movie is something that you cannot watch on a regular basis. No, like it's, not. I don't know, you know if I, I watched it last yeah. year and, and yeah, I've probably seen this movie probably three times ever. Mm. Um, and it's just something that every time I watch it, it's like, it's, it's, uh, it, it, it scars me, <laughs> mm. yeah. you know, in a, in a way. Yeah. Um, I think that's what yeah. was nice about watching the extras with it really peels it back. And, you know, like the yeah. tagline of it's only a movie, it's only a movie that really hammers that down. If you see the guys that making it and mm. it's almost in a way, parts of it made it a bit worse because the lead actress, she wasn't involved in any of the special features, you know, right. which seems like she wasn't really a part of it. And then when they talk about it and kind of how far the lead actor went during film and it really makes you uncomfortable and it makes you realize yeah. like, man, they wouldn't get away with this sort of movie no. you know it is acting of course but like the way they did it i don't think you would remotely get away with that in this day and age no um, which is crazy. no it's it's it was yeah it was something else <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> but did you watch did you watch anything in the past week yeah i don't i, I don't know if i want to talk about it that's fair enough <laughs> i feel like it i feel like it, it it might upset you okay i've um i've i've started watching the walking dead oh okay yeah interesting i've heard some things uh which I've i won't it. spoil because i'm assuming i'm assuming you're sort of you're not fully caught up no i'm a little bit behind right now so i stopped when rick ducked out so mm. that's kind of like episode six seven yeah and so i'm i think i've just watched episode seven and eight um so i'm catching up because i think it's 16 mm. but i was super interested it was one of those things where i was in a bad place and i'd got myself in a bit of a you know downward spiral with the show but was kind of like what they've done is they'd left it in like a good place with rick going and they'd got rid of a lot of the problems that i had with the show and then i kept hearing just little things that not really i haven't really heard any spoilers i just heard kind of like you know the show was good and they were doing interesting things and i saw a couple of images from the like finale which is looks cool yeah and i was just kind of like I was with this show for so many fucking years. I need to keep going and just give it, uh, and, you know, if I, I watch a few episodes and I don't like it, then turn it off again. But yeah, I watched a couple episodes and, and on board right now, it's, it's fun. Like it's, it's got back to kind of that more, um, you know, less of this battle, like this ongoing battle with constant people and more the zombies being a threat, but also just kind of like this, what we spoke of before, kind of this mistrust, like people come along and they're like, I don't know whether to trust you or what's going on and people are the enemy, but it's not this drawn out, just like 
us versus Negan thing for four seasons. So yeah, it, it, it's been good so far and I'm going to keep going. All right, I'm, I'm interested to hear what you think. Cause yeah, there was a lot of people reactions to the last couple of episodes. Um, mm. So yeah, I'm curious to see where you end up with it. It's always uh, such a weird show like the walking dead. Like even though it's kind of like on its ass at times and, you know, people switch off and that, but it's, it still keeps plugging along. Like yeah. I- I'd heard that the finale was the least watched show in its entire, you know, the least watched really? episode in the show's entire history, but wow. it's still getting it, good it, numbers. <laughs> it was only ever like this. The drop off has been insane. Like yeah, for sure, and it's only it's only because of the fact that The Walking Dead was the biggest thing in the world, and so like it's not mm. the biggest thing in the world anymore. But it still gets definitely. millions of people watching. Yeah, so yeah, I can't definitely. I think it's gonna go I think it was like it was one of these shows. It started off at about eight or nine, mm. and then in its peak, it was consistently getting sixteen. Yeah, and and then the last season, it's been getting about four. I yeah, think, which is, is still fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I remember when those when those um viewing figures for Ash was coming in every week, and it was like thirty thousand people watched it. And I was like, this show is fucked. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, we watched it a good three thousand times. To boost <laughs> yeah. the numbers. Um, yeah. yeah, I did watch another movie though that I kind of teased last week that I'd started. Um, yeah, I believe this was a cat recommendation. Oh um, yeah, from back in the day. I, I sat down. It's on Shudder currently, um, and as I couldn't watch Critters, <laughs> I watched um, Behind the Mask colon the rise of leslie vernon oh yeah this one's really this is a really cool old film um yeah yes yeah, so this is 2006 um yeah. uh kind of cameoed uh, the one and only robert england so i'm already <laughs> on board yeah uh, give me robert england or bruce campbell and i will watch it um <laughs> i only look at my dvd collection to prove that um but yeah, this one's a this one was really cool. It's kind of like a, a mockumentary type approach where mm. this um, documentary crew has exclusive access to a uh, serial killer. This guy that is calling himself a serial killer and says that he is basically planning his um, night of serial killing, and he will talk them through his process and talk them talk the crew through his night when he basically becomes a Jason Voorhees or a Michael Myers. He references all of the horror characters constantly, which is awesome. Um, and basically, you know, talks about kind of they need to have this night where they go down in infamy, where they kind of take a lot of people out. And he wants that. And he's kind of stalking this girl and kind of trying to groom her to be the final girl. And kind of he's getting her suspicious and testing to see whether she has the qualities that he thinks could be a final girl. Um, he has like this mentor character um, <laughs> for, who's Herschel from The Walking Dead. <laughs> um uh, this 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 like predates Walking Dead as well, but like yeah, he's kind of this uh, retired serial killer who has married one of his uh, final girls and is is kind of tutoring Leslie Vernon to be kind of the serial killer, mm. and it's just proper tongue in cheek, proper charming, and kind of it, it it has it has like a bit of a final act kind of turn that was interesting, and then kind of you know ended ended good it didn't have like a crazy strong ending but but overall it was super enjoyable and and this really just different fun kind of thing that is super referential to other horror movies and knows exactly what it's doing and yeah it was a was a real fun ride so great recommendation from yeah i believe cat and and definitely worth watching yeah there's been a there was that other one was it um the you might be the killer was it that one yeah well that's um, that's a recent one that she met, mentioned and she she sent us a message about it a couple of weeks ago or last week even and and that's yeah. one that kind of came out 
was it last, last year, year? We, yeah, yeah we nearly covered um, it late last year yeah we did and and i definitely do want to check that one out as well if it's anything as fun as this one then i'm down yeah for sure i want to see them both. <clears throat> um yeah but yeah that uh next week um we're gonna be talking about pet cemetery um hell yeah it's gonna be interesting kind of what are your what are your hype levels for this one like like i'm i'm pretty hyped like i i like the original i like stephen king i like the stephen king adaptations as of late so mm. you know I'm, I'm pretty hyped yeah i'm looking forward to this a lot like it's got a really good reception i've seen the original movie but can remember almost next to nothing about it you know other than the general plot um so i think that's a good place to be and it's not like a lot of these remakes you know even it where it's like i can remember sort of scene for scene the, the beats of the movie um so it is very yeah. much just hey i'm down for this concept and yeah I'm, re- I'm ready to go and it's you know it's a big release um so yeah I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that um also in the last week or, or this week uh the twilight zone uh mm. finally aired uh the, the revival of course um which yeah we'll talk about next week uh the first two episodes have aired um Hell which yeah. i may which i may or may not have already watched um but we'll Jordan talk about it, next week. it again oh man we got we got some stuff to talk about. So yeah, it's exciting. Why are you like, talking about Jordan? Yeah, there's there's obviously like I keep forgetting that Game of Thrones is back in like less than two weeks as well. Like it's April's pretty stacked, you know. And there's that there's a there's a big movie at the end of the month as well, which we're not really going to be covering for the show, but it's we're we're pretty hyped for it. Um, hey, we booked our tickets, man. We did, we did book our tickets. Get your tickets because they're going to sell out fast. Um, but yeah, that was episode 137 where we unfortunately had to talk about uh, critters. Yeah, and I'd, already I'd already forgotten. I'd already forgotten, dude. <laughs> yeah. Let's focus on, like, you know, us, Lords of Chaos. Like, I could have sworn this episode was an us, Lords of Chaos double bill episode. Yeah. We should, you, we should you trolled me, man. You trolled me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thanks for listening, as always, and we'll see you again very soon. See you later, everyone. Through my veins and travels through my head, they said, You'll die soon enough anyway, shut up, I can't. Mainly because I never could, how could I start that?